What's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to the third episode of Setting the Record Straight. This is MJ Harris, and this is Jack Graves. And today, um, we're going to be reviewing Mac Miller's album Circles. Um, so, not a whole lot on the agenda today. Um, also, for anyone who's a Cal student, welcome back to the spring semester. It's, um, you know, even though. 2020 hasn't been that good of a start. Uh, I do wish we can only everyone. get better from here. Yeah, we we could also get worse from here too. So I I I don't want to. Knock on wood. I was just knocking on wood, but I, I don't want I don't want to jinx anything. But yes, um, uh, those other things can happen. But. Um, yeah, without further ado, Mac Miller's Circles. Um, Mac Miller, also known as Larry Fisherman, um, is an American rapper, record producer. Um, uh, passed away September 2018. Uh, back when, yeah, it was, uh, in that time, his death was definitely a shock mm -hmm. to everyone in the music community and to all his fans. Uh, I think I remember when I think I was in uh, I was in campus and one of my friends was telling me oh Mac Miller passed away I was like no way <laughs> I don't know it it just seems I, I it was like I felt like that was like the last person who would I think would have you know died like that and I don't know I was just shocked um, but anyways uh yeah, Mac Miller, he's had a pretty, uh, uh, what do you call it, extensive discovery. Yeah, pretty lengthy career. Yeah. Um, um, in terms of the discographies put out. So, um, apparently he has 13 mixtapes, two yeah. APs, two EPs, and yeah, six studio albums, yep. which is crazy to put out that amount of music. Yeah, and, and the fact that he started from 2010, too. Um, yeah so his career that's like three albums a year i don't know shoot <laughs> uh can't do the math but yeah. um yeah it's yeah i think he was also pretty well respected among his peers uh he came up as a double xl freshman in 2011 uh with kendrick lamar um and yeah one of my favorite mac miller songs is actually the the one song that he and kendrick did together as one of on one of his early two albums i want to say yeah um, and the good am fight the feeling yeah, yeah 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 that was a that was a pretty good song um uh i haven't really listened to mac um just in general and even prior to his death especially uh i don't know i i have heard songs from him in the past like fight the feeling there was also The Weekend with Miguel. I thought that was a pretty good song. I heard that in L.A. once. Um, and I, I I liked the vibe, and I didn't know who the artist was, and Shazammed it, Mac Miller. So it was, it was cool. Yeah, I want to say I never really um, even knew, like, who 
Mac Miller was basically come uh, before coming to Cal in my fall semester because my two roommates were both big Mac Miller fans. They're constantly playing my loud in the room. And um, that definitely got me into some of his songs. I really like another song I really like is a song with Anderson Pack. It's called Dang, I think. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was, I think that's also one of his first posthumous releases. It was on the Divine Feminine. Divine, I oh, I think, okay. I think it was while he was still alive. Oh, okay. Well, I'll cut that out. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I have also have met a lot of people who are a lot of Mac Miller fans, and personally, I've never really seen the, the appeal. Um, but... Yeah, I think a lot of Cal kind of likes that Mac Miller, like, Kuko, like, I don't know who else, kind of, like, vibey, summer, it's uh, like alternative. lo-fi feel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that makes that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. Uh, I think one thing that's interesting, though, um, in... So, basically, how I was trying to approach this review uh, was, you know, because I haven't had a lot of experience with Mac, I... You know, I decided to give circles a listen, but as well as um, swimming, because uh, I was also, um, I've heard that swimming and circles are supposed to be kind of like a two parts of the same concept type mm-hmm. thing. Um, so I wanted to make sure I was able to get anything from that. Um, what else was I doing? I think, oh, one thing that I was also observing was like just how different um his sound was as he matured as an artist mm-hmm. um i think starting from like the early 2010s i remember he did those features with ariana grande yeah um and those are the songs i was jamming to back then um but as he uh started progressing and as time went on he started to do a lot more experimental work especially around funk and r&b mm-hmm. and soul and stuff that he did in the divine feminine um i'm not familiar with the whole album but i've heard some singles from it that um i i pleasantly liked i thought it was made for a pleasant experience listening to it um yeah yeah Yeah, and this this album i want to say it came out on a i guess a pretty big friday for for hip hop music in general there was a big release by um dreamville who released 12 new songs on their Revenge of the Dreamers album and Eminem also released an album with a posthumous feature from Juice World on it. So um, took me a little bit to listen to the album to get around to it, but um, I guess we want to just get into what we thought about it. Yeah. Um, So uh, my expectations going into this album, like I said, I haven't had really any experience listening to Mac Miller. And I think the only thing I was concerned about was if this album release was a genuine kind of tribute or paid honor to Mac Miller, uh, as opposed to just a, a simple cash grab or cause I've, um, I feel like the, this scenario kind of happened with XXX Tentacion. He's a pretty controversial artist in a nutshell, but I think just the way that, um, his posthumous releases have been handled. I feel like, um, like what's happened with him was, you know, record labels kind of took the opportunity to 
to kind of utilize his appeal by releasing unfinished demos and mm -hmm. unpolished songs, songs that weren't not even that good in quality because they weren't finished. <laughs> and um, that was something I was kind of scared of with this album. But I can gladly say that after listening to it, I did not get that feeling. Uh, I was thoroughly um, impressed and awed with uh, the the work that John Breon, uh, the collaborator for Mac Miller, and like kind of what he did to make sure that this album truly paid tribute to uh, Mac Miller's career. Yeah, I want to say too that I thought the rollout of the album is exactly how they should do it for people uh, with posthumous releases. I think the the family of Mac Miller put out a, a statement um, just basically detailing how the album was almost finished before and John Brion was helping him with it. And then they um, put out some really cool music videos to go with the songs, which mm -hmm. are definitely just um, in a very Mac Miller style. Yeah. I mean, if you look back at his old music videos, like it feels like they almost kind of captured it perfectly. And it, it just does not feel like it's um, really for profit, like in any way. It just feels like it's totally meant to honor Mac Miller's um, legacy and really just stayed true to him. So, yeah, I just wanted to give props to the to the family and the producers and everybody who helped with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, well said. Um no, I was thinking of putting sound effects there, but I'm not going to do that yet. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, just getting on to what I liked about the album. I personally, like I said before, I, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to it. Um, I'm kind of glad I did. Um, I think one thing to note from this album that I think was interesting was just kind of the the shift in and the tone and kind of the the genres that is employed in the album uh i you know i had a lot of assumptions that maybe circles would be a lot more hip-hop oriented or rap focused but i found that this album was much more uh genre defined and not necessarily hip-hop and just kind of like folk in a way um it's just really hard to categorize it, but I think it's like, I don't know. I got, I got like some folk elements. To, like I was reminded of folk. I was reminded of singer songwriter type uh, songs. Um, There's a lot of R and B in there too, which is interesting. Um, but I think, um, you know, despite this kind of, um, not despite, but. I think in general, just the, the kind of the quality and the production of um, this, the quality and the production of the album was just top notch. Yeah, I want Yeah, when I was listening to it, I, yeah, I wanted to say that it just really stood out to me how well the album was mixed. Like, I mean, it really just sounds like you're like the music is in like a circle around you. I want to say like it's. <laughs> spread out like really well the vocals are like perfectly layered on top of the songs and it kind of like i guess it kind of goes unnoticed um and then on my second listen i was just like wow it's just so smooth i don't know like yeah 
Yeah. Like, I, I think one of the tracks uh, I can see, um, that was one example of a track that I felt was really captured, kind of um, really well-mixed R&B song. Mm-hmm. One that was very sensual and uh, a little bit psychedelic in a way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really liked the the chord progression on there was kind of like a what's the word like a dirty chord progression or like an alternate yeah like an altered chord progression or something I don't know I feel, it, I feel it. it yeah it felt like really that song I guess it's kind of like it's kind of like a straightforward feel to it but at the same time I almost want to say it's like kind of experimental just in the in the like harmonies and melody that he does in the song which yeah that was um a really good use of his um not only just the lyrics but his voice in general mm-hmm. um yeah uh i i kind of agree with jack uh for the most part that the mixing and the production was top notch and handled really well i think the only problem that i had in terms of that aspect was one of the songs and that was complicated um the beat for that song i felt was a little generic and a little bit yeah um, i thought it was a little corny if I yeah would, uh, like the drums were or something i could have gotten from an ipad um yeah. like garage band or something like that um yeah that was definitely the song that i would say i had the most problem with too complicated um i guess it kind of yeah i mean i don't really have a problem with the lyrics i really feel like he does a great job of conveying the themes that he wants to convey on the album and making it like a really a really wholesome like like add-on to this journey of swimming but i would just say the instrumental on this one um just seems a little out of place among the others and or maybe not out of place but it just it just feels like he could have added something more to it or maybe just picked a different instrumental in general yeah um a lot of the I think a lot of that album was very grand and surreal. Mm-hmm. Kind of the vibe I got from it and complicated was just one of those songs that felt like a chip tune kind of yeah, bouncy type thing, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I felt like just the the way that it was uh, um, kind of arranged and mixed felt a little weird. Yeah. It kind of offset the tone of the album a little bit for me. Um but yeah, um, I think speaking, um, you 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 brought up about uh, you brought up lyrics, uh, which I think are another. Um, I think it's another positive aspect to this album, mm-hmm. and uh, I was really surprised with how um, well the delivery of the lyrics was, and how kind of simple the the like the lyrics were too yeah um like he it was straight to the point uh he was able to just kind of convey what he needed to convey in not a lot of words mm-hmm. and you can sense that in the emotions that he kind of conveys yeah um, yeah absolutely too i wrote down on for a lot of the songs particularly like good news that's the fourth song and a few others it's like the way that he um the way that he delivers his lyrics on the verses it almost just feels like 
It sounds like it's so familiar. It feels like you're listening to a chorus like the whole time, like a catchy chorus that you yeah. like. And like, not like it's, not like it, you're getting tired of it or anything. It's just, I feel like his delivery and the melodies he comes up with so unique and like ingenious that it, um, I don't know if there's really too many other artists like that that I can say mm. um, can deliver like a verse in that way. Yeah, that's interesting that you brought that up. Uh, I, It definitely clicks now. Um, I remember Good News um, when I first listened to it. It was a single when it was first released, mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting that you brought that up because um, the chord progression is definitely the same. Uh, you could hear the same guitars. It's it, it felt like the guitar loops were looping, but um, at the time I was listening to it, it felt like it wasn't a loop, but yeah. it was. And I think it also kind of speaks to how well arranged the, the lyrics were and kind of the instrumentation of it was too, because mm-hmm. it didn't feel just like a loop. Like, of course it was a loop, but yeah. um, um, like Mac, uh, the way Mac came in and when he left yeah um kind of helped make that song much more like a like a journey mm-hmm. in a sense as opposed to just like oh i'm stuck in this cycle can't get out um it it felt like good news really like captured like a um mac on this um therapeutic journey of him trying to like understand you know the the concept of good news being people only want to hear good news and um i don't really want to hear what's bad yeah um uh, uh yeah 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 i guess yeah i want to say it. my favorite song in the album by a good by a good margin was blue world the third track i guess that's kind of partially in and um just personal preferences i kind of like like the more upbeat songs i guess i would mm. say but um yeah, the sample in the beginning was from the four freshmen, also called, it was called It's a Blue World. This track's just called Blue World. But, um, I yeah, I just love, like, um, kind of just harmonizing vocals like that. That's just one thing I really, like, Sam a sucker for. But um, then, so I was already vibing to that off the beginning, and then it kind of, it did the spiral out or whatever, and then the cool, like... Um, it's like a gatey, gatey like, like a gate-like type of effect on that sample. Yeah, yeah, kind of sounds similar to that song Waves by Kanye. I don't know if you know yeah, that, but yeah. yeah, similar to that. But yeah, I thought that beat was super uh, was super dope. I really liked it. And and then Mac came in with a really nice flow, too, I thought. and mm, He wrote the beat well yeah, on that one. Yeah, definitely just right on top of it, and the chorus was super nice. Um, and I thought, yeah, it's almost kind of like crazy crazy how so much of this album um it's almost like if you think about it like if max talking about himself it's like almost like about him just being gone or like there's like in this song he's like it's a blue world without you you know like a lot of it um i know on the first song circles one of the first lyrics in the song is like this is it's quote this is what it looks like right before you fall and like that's crazy that's put out as a posthumous release like some things are just like wow it, it's definitely surreal i think also with the track good news like we just went about before um you, you i felt like you kind of got a really good look into his headspace prior to his death and just kind of the mood that he was in before and it, it, it's just all really tragic and, and 
mm-hmm. tough. I'm sure as a fan of Mac Miller, it must have been really um, devastating just to listen to that track, probably. And, yeah. You know, in, in tandem with understanding the death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just all too surreal and, and trippy for me. Um, yeah. I guess um, if I want to just say like a gripe that I had on the album, I would say obviously there's a couple of exceptions used, but overall it felt like most of the songs they started off kind of just like a slow beat intro and then just constantly building up throughout the song. I feel like I would have liked to hear a little more like different structures in the song in terms of just how the song built. Um, Mm. I mean, it just, yeah, because like every, I mean, there were a lot of guitars on the, on the album. Yeah. And it kind of just felt like they just added more layers to the guitars a lot as just as each minute went on in the song or they added like a new little instrument playing a little solo in the background or mm-hmm. something. And like all that obviously sounded really nice, but I think I would have just liked a slight bit more of uh, variance just in terms of song structure. Yeah. I personally liked it. Uh, I felt like the kind of what... I feel like just kind of the the vibe that all of those songs kind of um, portrayed was uh, uh, I don't know I it just uh, I think one thing about this album um, to note is just how different it is from Swimming in a sense yeah um, Swimming um, when I listened to it was a lot more hip hop oriented. It was a record uh, that after listening to it, I felt like was the um, was the weaker one compared to Swimming, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, because I, th- of, I think so too. Um, I felt like the production and Swimming and um, wasn't as well arranged and developed and um, it further kind of inhibited like Mac from getting on the theme of swimming which was supposed to be like him trying to navigate uh the his depression and mm-hmm. and kind of all the troubles that he had faced um i thought that theme was good it just it didn't really come off well in the album i feel yeah. like it could have been executed way better whereas uh, circles on the other hand um i got a much different vibe from it definitely not hip hop mm-hmm. but more um yeah more mellow it it uh it showcased a lot more of max singing yeah which in terms of like gripes i've had um for the most part his singing came off uh okay i think um there are parts where he does fall a little bit flat um but it's not too distracting i feel like the the honesty um and the emotional vulnerability that he brought in his mm-hmm. uh, songs kind of overshadowed a lot of that, like, you know, missing a, a pitch or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing that I really appreciated on the album is that I think a couple times he had like actual guitar solos or little like synth solos in the background or not even in the background in the foreground um, during portions of the song and like I just really like that coming from I played uh, in the jazz band in both my middle school and my high school and that's not a lot of things or I mean that's not a common thing in really any hip-hop music to have 
an instrumental solo with no lyrics and mm. um i just thought that was a really cool addition to the album definitely a, a highlight for me yeah so yeah um in terms of favorite tracks not so favorite tracks i really liked woods and good news uh there's also that's on me handing me downs blue world like jack i can see mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah uh, for, m- for me i guess yeah blue world definitely my favorite one good news also that was a single we talked about it earlier yeah i really like that one too and um i can see yeah tracks three four five was definitely three yeah. definitely <laughs> probably my favorites there and then i guess i also liked uh the penultimate uh song surf i thought that that had a really cool mm. um like synth sound to it uh yeah. really cool um sound design on that i thought and that was also one that had a guitar solo so i was yeah definitely yeah. a great song for me woods um i mean i i talked about woods already but um i think uh, i really like the theme of um mac just or, or i really like how mac conveyed the theme of being lost and a relationship mm-hmm. uh type wise you feel like um he kind of conveyed this sense of Will I ever be able to love? Um, things like that in this sensual type beat. It that that psychedelic type sound just really made the the song that much more impactful and powerful for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, should we should we give it a number rating? If mm. we want, I haven't really <laughs> thought about it to be honest. Me either. This uh, this could be an interesting one. Um, yeah. And also, I guess just another note is that obviously Mac wasn't finished with the album when um, he unfortunately passed. So I'm, any gripe that I have with it or anything, I'm, I'm, I mean, who's to say he could have completely gone a different direction or changed? Um, no one could ever say. So yeah. the rating is really to be taken with a grain of salt from anybody. For real. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. I'm leaning more towards an eight. Um, maybe a slight nine. Wow. Okay. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I was leaning towards like a strong seven, mm. almost an eight. But I think actually, hmm, now that I think about it more, <laughs> I feel like it's. I feel like it's. It's a very good album. I think I'll say an eight. I'll say an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Mac Miller Circles. It's a good album. R.I.P. to the man that's, you yeah. know, unfortunately, but I'm glad that his fans got uh, an experience that was true to him, mm-hmm. not some um, corporal scheme. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, this has been episode three, setting the record straight. Yeah. So we, we set the record straight there. I don't know what we're going to do next. Yeah, we're still... <laughs> milling over a few ideas but yeah. expect to hear us back for episode four yeah the grammys happened but oh uh, yeah i don't I, I don't know it, it just came at a terrible time yeah yeah i thought i don't know if we should talk about this but i thought tyler the creator's like comments on the grammys i don't know if you saw that but yes i thought that was a really good comment on it yeah, um, it was a good clap back for sure i'm glad that he i was able to speak out on the um you know, categorizing artists into 
are specifically black artists into urban categories when that really isn't a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we could talk about that in a different episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess we should sign off. This has been Jack Graves. It's MJ Harris. And goodbye.